This week's episode of The Swearwolves, we talk about Phantasm 1 and Phantasm 2. Are they fantastic or fantastic? the swearwolves horror podcast the podcast that discusses all things horror i'm brett i'm david i'm alan gentlemen welcome back to another week yay of our podcast that's great mm-hmm. how are y'all doing this week doing fantastic how about you i'm doing phantasmic oh man you like that brett yeah. doing brett yeah how, how are your balls he's <laughs> <laughs> got lots of balls oh. uh, they, ball humor yeah they're silver they yeah. chase after people. Silver balls. Silver balls. <laughs> uh, if you haven't guessed already by the title of this episode or by what we're talking about, this week we decided to talk about two films, uh, Phantasm 1 and Phantasm 2. Now, I don't know about you guys, but these are movies that I've been aware of mm-hmm. probably, I mean, since I became aware of horror movies. Yeah. But these are also movies that I've never seen. Same here. <laughs> they they don't have a big following like other franchise staples. I feel like there's a pretty big cult following. Of there's the, a cult following, um, but I but mean, it's not large. It's no. not like a Jason yeah. oh, yeah, or yeah. Freddy right. or yes. even Pinhead. Yeah, exactly. that's what I mean. It's not it's not as big. Yeah, a little as more those. underground. Yeah, like more people like Chucky. Yeah. than like the tall man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. Um, I, I guess you know Chucky is more gimmicky. You know. Well, I guess we'll we can get into like maybe what, some of the whys, <laughs> some of the whys and hows and what. But there's approximately ten thousand in these movies, right? Like how many Phantasm? Yeah. <laughs> there's there? five. Like, okay, it feels like there's, there's more. five. All right, but uh, two of them were direct to video. Oh, um, so the, you know it's good. The, that was number three and four were direct to video. Number five was uh, theatrically re- released uh, recently, within the past couple of years, and uh, one. Obviously, was kind of a more independent film, yeah. And then two had a had the biggest budget, right, on the biggest release, and it was Universal Films. I think I actually saw Phantasm three, like when I was in high school, but really? I don't remember it well. I bought all five of them on DVD. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, um, in like a five disc thing. Yeah, there are box sets out there. Yeah, so I did that specifically for this episode, and I watched. Um, one and two last night. Oh, yeah. nice. So it is fresh in my mind. I didn't take any notes because I was just watching it. Yeah. Um, and my daughter, my wife wasn't there. And my daughter, who is seven, kind of half-assed watched it with me. Did mm. you like dictate your notes to her? And she just <laughs> yeah. she, she just doodled something? Yeah. Um, she's not four. <laughs> she can write. But um, no, we were playing a mean game of war. 
You ever play oh, War? Oh yeah, the cards. Yeah, yeah, with cards. We were oh, cool. We were, I had to. I had to cheat a little bit. Yeah, did you, did you <laughs> so she would win. Oh, oh that's sweet. All, all sphere and love. Because anymore. legitimately, I beat her the night before. Because this is like her new yeah. favorite card game. Because I showed it to her, and legitimately, yeah. I beat her the night before, and she was very upset. Oh, so Aww. while so, we so were you watching, sacrificed. while we were watching Phantasm Two, I was like, "Oh, look at that!" And I like arranged it so we'd go to war, oh, and I would have you. the lower card, and she'd grab all my aces. Nice. Oh. Yeah, you're a good man. I felt really bad about it because I was like, I could have beat her. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing is half the battle, I guess. Uh Um, You have any idea how weak she made you look? (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I taught her? That she will win. Yeah. And that's not going to happen every time. Give her some life lessons. I felt okay with her being in the room during these movies. There's some movies that I'll watch. Um, and we've talked about in the past where I'm like, hey, you got to get out of here You're like, yeah. while I'm watching this. This movie, there was a little bit of breastuses. Mm-hmm. Um, right. The opening scene, I didn't let her watch. I knew about that scene. Oh, in the graveyard? Uh, in the graveyard. So I kind of was like, eh, eh. She went her away for that one. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it, and she wasn't even watching it. She was watching her phone. She was watching some like <laughs> Minecraft stuff. <laughs> People play Minecraft on YouTube. So, um, and she doesn't have a phone. It's like a fucking iPod. Anyway, I'm sidetracked here. (laughs) Phantasm came out in 1979. The writer and director was Dan Cus... Don. Don Don Coscarelli. I can't pronounce his first name, let alone his last name. Don Coscarelli. Don Coscarelli. Don Coscarelli. Coscarelli. I came over here from Italy. Why are you making the fun? I I just want to apologize to all our Italian listeners on behalf of the Swear Wolves. I don't even... Is he he even Italian? (laughs) Coscarelli? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean... It's like Fonzarelli. He's like, hey, I'm Coscarelli. (laughs) Wait, no, the, the Fonz was Jewish. Well, yeah. well, Henry Winkler is, but oh, Fonzi, oh, Fonzarelli, that's an Italian name. Well, Fonzi was Jewish. No, he's not Fonzarelli Steen. Oh, well. But I mean, is he an American? Well, no, they usually they usually change the directors. Names. I don't know. We should we should fucking. <laughs> We're like ah, Don Coscarelli. He's like, I'm from Tacoma, Washington, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but I still talk like this. So for some reason, I still talk like this. Uh, <laughs> my parents came to Tacoma from Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> What? <laughs> we now he's Middle Eastern? From Colorado Springs. Sorry, Don. Yeah, Don. We're going to meet Don at... Uh, yeah, very, yeah, very Monst- soon. Son of like in a week. Yeah. That, that's a pretty, we could meet Don. It's a pretty yeah. heavy phantasm lineup. Yeah, it is. Well, and that's kind of why I wanted to watch this movie with you guys. Yeah. Um, these two movies is because I know... Well, none of us had seen the first one. You, Alan, had seen the second one. I had seen the second one uh, a few years ago. Yeah, and I saw the the third one, one, and I just remember a scene with boobies. And I only knew about these. Like, I really do want to say this about Phantasm. Like, the image of the silver ball with the blades coming out is awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. And uh, the tall man, I think, is a really cool look, like on the poster. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's all I really knew about. I knew about the little guys. Yeah. The little dwarves. See, I didn't know about that. They were surprised. I was like, oh, this movie's got Jawas in it? All right. <laughs> so let's talk about Phantasm 1979. It's kind of a sci fi horror, I guess you would call it. Uh, I guess the genre that it would be lumped into. Maybe even fantasy horror. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, it opens up with this guy who uh, is in a graveyard. Tommy. 
Tommy and he's banging some chick. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's kind of funny the way that it is, is because like you get a scene from the side yeah. where their legs are <laughs> where their, posi- out. their positions keep changing. Yeah. Yes. So their legs are sticking out like kind of parallel with the ground. Yeah. And like she's on top of him and he's got one shoe off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some sort of reverse missionary type thing. And going then on. and then it goes to like a close up of him and, and he's like oh oh and then she's like she's like riding cowgirl. <laughs> and then it goes back to the side. It's kind of like a weird. I'm yeah, like, it I was don't know very the, strange. Uh, but if that's that's not the most problems I have with this. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> regardless, uh, so he's fucking her, and they're going at it. And then all of a sudden, she pulls out a knife and she stabs him. Yeah, and right as in the belly. his dying image, uh, as the 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 image that he sees as he's dying is her turned to an old crusty man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. A suit. Basically, yeah, his like last image was, like was a yeah. Hey, you just banged a dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she flipped the script on him. It yeah. was like uh, he got he got duped. Yeah, he's like, well, at least I went out banging a hot. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck. What if what if right then, it, like he got stabbed, and he busted his nut. Like right as he was dying, and then he saw that it was a dude. Like, yeah, oh. he was like, uh, "What a way to uh, go!" This guy's handsome. I regret nothing. Well, is, here, he, is he? Is he well, go uh, ahead. well, here's something else I thought of: no one having sex in a cemetery or a grave, a graveyard, ever survived. It's a bad idea. It's, well, I was going to ask you guys about this. Did you guys ever hang out in graveyards? I did. Yeah, I did not. I did. I did. So back in Wisconsin, you guys are a couple of ghouls. Yeah. Back in Wisconsin. Um, in the rural part where I grew up, there was a lot of like old graveyards yeah, and like from 1800s, like some of the tombstones were and definitely early 1900s. And they weren't like, there was, it was just like a graveyard, like in the middle of nowhere. There wasn't somebody, there wasn't like a building attached or a mausoleum like in this one. There wasn't uh, like, I mean, there must've been a caretaker, Yeah, but it was mostly like people in this area. This is where you die. This is where you get buried. Yeah. And we used to go out there and we would smoke, but we wouldn't, we would always put our cigarettes out, not in the graveyard. Oh, like sure. we were very respectful. Sure, <laughs> like me and my friends, cause we were like, oh, we want to go smoke cigarettes. We were in high school, but we couldn't smoke in my friend's parents' car. Yeah. And so we'd have to like pull over, yeah. have a cigarette and then get back in. And <laughs> right. then we'd bring like Bartles and James fuzzy navel wine oh, wow. coolers. <laughs> yeah. One thing. Hey, you, thank you for your support. Yeah. One thing you don't want to do is disrespect a cemetery. And that yeah. was, and that was like our whole thing. But one yeah. time we pulled out a Ouija board and did a Ooh, Ouija board on oh, the graveyard. Man. I had a friend. Um, he's, he's no longer with us, but um, he passed away in 2003 and the year prior he fucked with a crucifix in a cemetery, an old cemetery. Like and he committed a sex act, literally with a no, like he, like no, he fucked with Reagan. It. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he fucked, yeah, yeah, he messed with it. Okay, oh, he he stole it. Oh, he stole a crucifix from yes. a cemetery, and, and he passed away the following year. Oh, yeah, that's bad juju. I don't need that yeah. in my life. Yeah, I don't necessarily oh. believe in that, but I still wouldn't do it. I would not. No, and and bad and like I said, like I was probably well, I was a lot more religious back when I was in high school, but. Even to this day, like I wouldn't fuck with, um, like putting cigarettes out or pouring beer out or anything yeah, like that's that up. on a graveyard. Because I mean, that's that's where people that are living have put their loved ones, and so like they're gonna come and put flowers down, yeah. and they're gonna see a bunch of cigarette butts from a bunch of bonehead fucking douchebag yeah. kids, or steal a crucifix. Like that's just like dumb. Yeah. yeah. Well, he he was a crazy guy. Yeah. But, uh, well, I'm sorry that he passed. Yeah. But, 
He shouldn't have stole that fucking He shouldn't have. Crucifix. Well, yeah. Anyway. These guys. Tommy. So his <laughs> Tommy's death is, dead. Death is, his death is ruled as suicide, which, were you confused about that? Like, well. Is this like a, a, didn't a they, seppuku kind of thing? Like, he stabbed they, himself? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was like, didn't they, did they say something about him overdosing on drugs? I don't know. Or like he was like a partier. Like, because he's part of three guys. So the other two guys show up at the funeral, which yeah. is presumably a couple days later, and it's daytime now, and they're at the cemetery. Yeah. So you have Jody Pearson and you have Reggie and their their friends. Yeah. And they were part of a, a their trio. musicians. Yeah. yeah. And they were like best friends in high school. Yeah. And they, they thought he committed suicide. Yeah. yeah. And we come to find out that Jody and Reggie and um, this guy, Tommy, we're all friends. And then Jody's parents died like a couple of years ago. And Jody was on the road. Mm-hmm. Like I'm assuming being a musician and he came back to help raise his, uh, to, to, well, to raise his younger brother yeah. who is yeah, Michael. Mike. Yeah. And Jody doesn't want Mike to be at the, funeral because Mike had a very bad experience because his parents died. Yeah. He thought he'd be traumatized. Too much to take. Yeah. yeah. So we, we get a shot of Michael then riding his uh, motorcycle. A little dirt bike kid actually yeah. in the graveyard. Yeah. A fucking dirt bike yeah. kid. And, and Mike and wheelies in the fucking graveyard. And, and Mike's in the bush is actually observing the funeral. Yeah. So yeah. he grabs the, bino- he grabs some binoculars and he watches the funeral happen. Yeah. And he sees like a kind of a glimpse of like a cloaked uh, little person or something. He's yeah, like, he gets kind but of. He's not exactly out. sure if he saw it because it happens real quick. Yeah, and he also yeah. his motorcycle stalls in the graveyard too. Yeah. Um, and we come to find out that Michael is actually very like handy. Yeah, like he can fix things, and so he can't figure out why his motorcycle won't start. But regardless, uh, Jody actually goes to the um, mausoleum. Have you guys ever been to a mausoleum? No. Nope. Like so, they they bury people in like. Yeah, you put you put me in like a cabinet, like a yeah. dra- like a drawer, like a filing cabinet, like a junk drawer, <laughs> junk drawer, of my my bones and flesh. Um, but it's like, well, there's no room underground, so we're just gonna put these guys in a building and we'll yeah. stack them three, four, five high. Um, that's what they have here, and that's where uh, Jody and Michael's uh, parents are buried. So he goes, and um, uh, Jody goes and, and visits that, and then the tall man comes and like pats him on the shoulder, and he's like. The funeral is about to start, sir. Yeah, and that's the first time we see the tall man. Yeah. And I had to look up and see how tall Angus um, Scrim Scrim was. I don't think he's that tall. He's six foot four. Yeah, yeah they had like lifts in his shoes, and they put clothes on him that were too small to make him look bigger. Yeah. So yeah, because when he's standing next to some of these guys, it's like, well, he's like, okay, he's five inches taller than them, but yeah, yeah. like it would have been better had it been like fucking Lurch. Like, <laughs> yeah, who, yeah. Who's the guy? Jaws, the guy who played. Uh, oh yeah, the guy from Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, I saw that guy at a at a convention one time. Really? Yeah. And I shook his hand. Um, I what didn't stop to get an autograph or anything. It was like the first convention I ever went to. It was like a sci-fi convention. Yeah. And uh, he shook my hand. It was like shaking hands with like a, a catcher's mitt. <laughs> it was. His hand was fucking huge, and the guy couldn't stand. Oh, that's well, anymore. Yeah. Um, I I don't. He I, he's dead now. Yeah, he's dead. I think yeah. he passed away yeah, a couple of years when ago. Those those big guys get older. They but he lived they have a long time. Yeah. yeah, they got a lot of physical. Problems. Definitely, like like Andre the Giant or yeah. you know a lot of those old wrestlers that were really tall are now like all on crutches and yeah. shit like that. Um, Speaking of wrestlers, 
Can we talk about the Undertaker in this movie? Because he's the worst Undertaker in the entire world. Because Tommy's face is like pale white. Oh, like, yeah. Like they didn't even make him look presentable for an open casket refun- uh, funeral. No, you're absolutely correct. So they, they go to the funeral and he's got an open casket and he, it's like it's blue. It's like yeah, he looks like he, a zombie. <laughs> did he get choked out? Like, and they just threw him. They, in a- they really want you to know that he's dead. I guess he's very very dead. He's very dead. Yeah. And, and that must have been like the guy's first job. It's like, all right, you're a rookie. Yeah. We're going to give you a Tommy here. He committed suicide. And then the guy was like, well, wait a second. He got stabbed. He's like, don't worry about it. He committed suicide. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, just paint his face let's, up. Let's and give him a touch of blue. He's like, well, all we got is clown white. And he's like, ah, whatever. Do <laughs> it's it. like, here's a black and white picture no to, for reference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he looked like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, all right. Um, so anyway, then, uh, so Michael then, we see him walking down the street and he goes to this like palm readers house, this, this fucking mystical woman. And seemingly he's been there before cause he knows them. Yeah. But before he goes there, he sees something. Yeah, he, he looks at his binoculars back. and he watches the tall man load. He yeah, flashes they, back when he's talking to them about it. He's like, I saw something. No, and, it happens twice. He sees it. He, and then yeah, he goes, he does, he does Oh, see and then it. he goes and then yes. flashes yes. back to yeah. it. He watches oh, the tall okay. man, like just straight up all by himself, okay. lift the casket yes. off the ground and put it in the hearse and, and then drive he, away. And then he, he mouths. What the fuck? Like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he couldn't believe what he saw. And then he went to the fortune. Oh, okay. So we see that twice. Yeah, I remember even thinking about that. Now that you mentioned that, yes. I was like, "Why are we flashing back to something we just saw?" Now, yeah. now, now, this is an example. This this film it does have a lot of flashbacks, and yes. So, and and we'll touch up on that yeah. later on. Yeah. Okay, so he sees the tall man grab the cat. So we so we we actually see the pallbearers carry the casket, right? So right. There's yeah. like eight of them. Six or eight people have to carry this thing. Right. They set it down. Right. Then the tall man comes and he grabs it. Yeah, Tommy like was it's very, nothing. Tommy was very heavy. Yeah. 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 All dick weight. <laughs> That's why that chick stabbed him. She's like, uh-huh. I can't take that. <laughs> Dave is our dick expert. <laughs> dick and balls expert. Oh, yeah. He can look at a guy and expert be like. Expert extraordinary. Dick, that man's packing heat. <laughs> so uh, the tall man just picks it up like it's nothing. He's, he's a fucking stud. Yeah. And so uh, Michael gets all freaked out. So he goes to the fortune teller lady, and it's this old grandma and her um, granddaughter. Yeah. And she's like seemingly mute because the granddaughter's like talking for her. Like it's like the grandma communicates telepathically, and the girl's like, oh, she says this. Yeah. 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 Grandma says, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was kind put of Put your cool dick scene. in this box. Yeah. Put your hand in this wooden Chinese finger trap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he puts his hand in there, and it gets stuck in there. And she's like, uh, don't fear, Michael. Don't fear. And then they laugh about it after he leaves. Yeah, Grandma, who I thought was a mute, yeah, she laughs her ass off. She's yeah, like, she's like <laughs> what a dumbass. Got, got that fucker. Now we got enough money to pay the cable bill. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a little fantasy element, too, because it, it appears and it disappears, and then he puts the money there, and it, money disappears. disappears. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was kind of cool. I, I thought for 1979, being an independent film, they did that effect kind of okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was all right. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Michael's all freaked out about this. Um, that's when Jody and, uh, Reggie, they have a little jam session. Yeah. And actually they're, they're really, not, they're really, and they're really playing. Yeah. And they're really cool. good guitar players. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Oh yeah. They were actually playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then Jody decides he's going to go out for a couple of drinks. I think this is yeah, yeah. that part. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to the local, uh, tavern. And he's the only car in the parking lot. And then he goes in there and the place is like got a lot of people in there. Well, a lot more than you would expect if he's the only car. And you notice that Jody's always in a hurry. Like every time he's driving his car, like he like yeah. pulls up like full speed. Yeah. He's like slams on this, his brakes. I gotta go get a drink. He's got a pretty sweet uh, Hemi Cuda though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Well, and and I didn't know whose car that was because Michael drives it half mm-hmm. the time. Well, actually, more than half the time, Michael's driving it, and he's only thirteen. <laughs> but anyway, Michael <clears throat> decides he's going to snoop on Jody. Yeah, things were a little different in the seventies. That's true. Yeah, and uh, drink and drive. Thirteen-year-olds <laughs> driving cars. <laughs> Well, in a rural community, you oh, would sure. imagine yeah. that oh, maybe yeah. that happened. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I remember my dad telling me that he learned how to drive on a tractor, yeah. like helping his, um, you know, grandparents' oh, really? uh, farm and stuff. And so he would always brake with his left foot mm. because on a tractor, it's on, the brakes ah, on one side and the okay. and that's how he drove. And that's how he drives some, still to this. Some day. people do, do, yeah, they do drive like. What'd that. What did you guys learn to drive on? Uh, where or uh, what like what, what car kind of, yeah. oh it was a truck my dad's old truck a long time ago yeah. i can't remember what kind i think i learned to drive on a lebaron yeah chrysler lebaron my mom had a uh, 1980s e28 camaro oh it jesus was pretty it was pretty sweet <laughs> yeah here i wasn't a fucking lebaron no. <laughs> i love that lebaron man i would take that thing out my parents would be like oh can you go to the store i was like fuck yeah and we had this we had this road in our town um where it would, there was two big hills mm-hmm no stoplights, no nothing. And mm-hmm. I would just floor that bitch. And I think I got it up to like 120 once. Holy shit. Because um, I would floor it. And so when you'd come down, you were going just like gravity yeah. was taking oh, you. Yeah, yeah. And I got up to 120 one time and I was like, I'm never doing that again. That's crazy. Mm. That's the fastest I've ever driven. Yeah. You guys remember that? Being- now I drive like 45 in a 60. <laughs> Can you imagine over in Europe, the Autobahn? You no. You on that yeah. fucking 200 miles per hour. It, well... You yeah. got to get a LeBaron for your get a good yeah, like nostalgia. <laughs> you remember that band Cake? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's trading her MG for, for a, a white like Chrysler, Chrysler LeBaron. LeBaron. Remember in uh, was maroon. Remember in Seinfeld, uh, George bought uh, John Voight's John Voight's LeBaron. LeBaron, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and had the pencil with the teeth marks. Yeah. <laughs> and then John Voight bit him. Bit him, and he like wanted. Yeah, he, he went to the dentist. To, like, went, yeah, he went to comparison. an expert. He's, yeah, yeah. He's like, why you, did John Voight bite him? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, he was Jesus. he was trying to ask him about That's it. Right. And isn't uh, Brian Cranston the uh, the dentist? He's a dentist, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh man, good times. That's that's one of my favorite scenes in Seinfeld where uh, <laughs> Jerry's offended that Brian Cranston converted to Judaism. Oh, for the yeah. jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and somebody somebody said like, "Are you offended as a Jewish person?" He says, "No, I'm offended as, as a comedian." comedian. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite episodes of Seinfeld is the Keith Hernandez one. Keith. Oh, Hernandez. the yeah. I despise uh, the, the, Keith Hernandez. I loathe him. The, the spitter. <laughs> the the Zapruder film. Because <laughs> that oh, was right yeah. when the that movie is one JFK. Magic Loogie. Yeah, back the movie JFK. To yeah, the left. Yeah. Back, back to the into left. the left. <laughs> and anything with Newman and Kramer when those two get together. Like oh, one time geez. they were trying to figure out the logistics of recycling bottles and driving. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> the bottles to Connecticut. Yeah, because the, the redemption extra- value was higher. Oh, man. <laughs> That's that's the best show. That's such a good show of the nineties. Probably the one of the best, one of the best all time shows. Yeah, sitcoms, yeah, I'm definitely. Concerned. Oh, totally agreed. It, it was it was smarter than your average sitcom. And I even liked the final episode. I wasn't crazy about. It. I thought I wasn't it was either, cool, but it wasn't bad. Everybody, they were on trial, and everybody I, that they had pissed off. Yeah, and yeah. they all went to jail. It was like, yeah, it was it was doing a best of episode without yeah. without the best of. You know, did it, you ever watch um, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, I, I've, seen, I've seen. So they did a reunion. It. Yeah, uh, Seinfeld reunion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like Seinfeld with cursing. But they had uh, Jerry and Jason Alexander and Michael Richards and yeah. um, Julie Louise Dreyfus. Yeah, on because they were doing a storyline where they were doing a Seinfeld reunion. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, Phantasm. All right. Oh yeah, we're, we're back at the bar, right? And Jody <laughs> yeah. picks up a lady in a. Yeah, she yeah. she seduces Jody. 
And yeah. She takes him back to the cemetery. And they start fucking. Yeah. And Mike, Mike is observing. He, he, Mike was spying on him at the bar. And then he follows them. To yes. When I like when she when her boobs come out, uh, you see Mike and he's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and then they show Jody and he goes, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, this is the same chick from the beginning. Yeah, that it's killed a Tommy. girl in the purple right. dress. So we know it's not a chick at all. Mm-hmm. Right. This is fucking. Dude. This is the tall man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so watching this, it's safe to assume that things are going to be okay because Mike is there. Yeah, he's but watching. Mike, but Mike hears like a tiger noise. Yeah, but it's, it's not a tiger. It's a, it's a Jawa. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a creepy scene can you imagine you know late 70s you go see this movie and you hear that noise and you're oh, watching yeah. this in the theater oh yeah and then you see the thing approaching him and mike freaks out and he screams and he starts running and then jody chases after him like half dressed he's got the girl's panties in his mouth yeah <laughs> yeah why why did, oh. have you ever had panties no. in your, i mean like not for an extended That's period gross. of time. Yeah, there's poop in there. <laughs> well, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. What kind of girls were you with? <laughs> I, think, uh, I think it depends on the girl. And how old were they? I don't know. <laughs> how yeah. old were they? It depends. <laughs> I'm, not sure why, I'm not sure why at that moment they're in his mouth, though. I, yeah, I'm not I sure. I think Jody's a little confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we'll touch up on that uh, pretty soon. He's been on the road. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so he sends. He sends. By the way, the the sound that these little Jawas make, like I was expecting, like yeah. they're like, yeah. like well, metal I, singers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would have had the same effect if they had that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would have. I would have walked out. I'm like, okay, I would have stayed there. I would have. I would have loved it. Yeah, I would have loved it. <laughs> So uh, Jody Jody sends Mike home, and he turns around, and the girl's gone. So there's a pantyless girl on, yeah. the, on the loose. Yeah, and then then at one time Jody goes back to the bar, and she's yeah. like, "Remember that chick that I was that I left with last night? Has she been back?" Because, uh, and the guy's like, "Oh, you didn't get any yeah. <laughs> strikeout." But Michael. He knows something's up. With he this. tries to tell Jody. Yeah, and Jody, Jody like, misses, dismisses, dismisses it. it. Yeah, but Michael's like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna go back to the funeral home. Yeah, and I'm gonna break in and I'm gonna see what's up. And so he does, and he goes through the mausoleum, and like one of these balls comes out, and uh, doesn't it hit some guy? Yeah, the caretaker like grabs him, and it ends up hitting the caretaker. Right? Yeah, like, and right it drills the into the caretaker's head, and like blood well, is just like. Spurting everywhere. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And yeah, then it's he, like a blood filter. It drills into your head and then it's it yeah. spews out. Yeah. And, and then he like falls over and like uh, he has good death twitches like in his legs and then he uh-huh. pisses himself. <laughs> does he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he like, does. Yeah, there's like pee. Yeah. Oh, I he didn't does. see that. I didn't know. It's that. a crazy scene. Like, how often do you guys see a scene where it it's so violent and then it's followed by like they urinate themselves like they're they're never fluids. yeah it, it's very rare i don't even know if i have yeah. seen it because it's very rare. i didn't see it yeah it's i didn't very notice rare. that maybe you watched a different cut but i saw the same thing yeah oh, i don't know if those... it was a different cut I, I like i said i was kind of well oh. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, yeah but it was, a, it was a crazy scene you're in all over the marble floors <laughs> yeah. who's gonna clean but it at least up? it's yeah. on marble right but it's the caretaker's dead so who's gonna clean it up well the tall guy i guess so so he shows up Tall man chases after uh, Michael. Yeah, he shows up. He's like, I guess I got to clean this up. Yeah, he's like, I was going to clean this up, Michael. And he's running after him. <laughs> it sounded like Donald Pleasance. <laughs> Michael! 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 I'm going to get you, Michael. Um, <laughs> you're evil. Um, anyway, so he chases after him. Jody, or Michael gets into the place, with the like basement, 
and he slams the door shut. And then we look up and we see like just the fingers of the tall man. Yeah, yeah. peeking like yeah. So Michael the door. pulls yeah. out his fucking Bowie knife and he chops off his fingers. And mm-hmm. he takes one. Well, because the finger. Well, first of all, there's yellow blood. Yeah, yeah. it looks like macaroni and cheese. Yeah, like it's embalming like fluid. Yeah, craft cheese and macaroni. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's all like um, yellow. Yeah. And then his fingers are still moving, so he grabs one. Yeah. He's just like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna grab it." Souvenir. Yeah. I'm gonna show this to Jody. So he goes back home and he puts it in like a little box and he's like, he camps out on the stairs with a shotgun. Well, Jody wakes up and he comes downstairs and he's like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) So Michael tells him and he's like, look, I got this. Well, we don't see that where he says, I got this finger. And we see Jody all of a sudden flash too. So it's in this box. He says, yeah, open it up. So he (laughs) opens it up. And sure as shit. Now, were you guys thinking the finger wasn't going to be there? Yes. Or, yeah. I did. And that, I thought it was that Jody be was going to be like, I still box. don't believe yeah. you. But it is there. It is there. Yeah. It's still moving. It's and like Jody, that trick like where yeah. you put your finger inside a box and you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but this is the turning point where, where Jody believes him. Well, and even the way he says it, he's like, he kind of shuts it and he's like, okay. I believe you. I believe, I believe you. you. Yeah. <laughs> so now Jody's like, all right, let's go. Let's go fucking. Let's go see what's going on. Well. They get ready. All of a sudden, the finger, the box stops moving. Yeah. So Michael opens it up, and now it's a little demon. It's like a little no, bug. It's, it's a fly. It's like a but it's like a, it's like a, it's like a demon bug. fly. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like it, but it, yeah, it's a large looking bug. Yeah, probably like the size of a fist or something. Yeah, like a yeah, and it flies out and lands in Michael's hair, and then oh, Michael yeah. like captures it in a jacket, a jean jacket. And he's like wrestling with it. That's kind of a cool <laughs> yeah. scene where he's yeah. wrestling it down the stairs. Yeah. 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 Such a seventies looking house, the carpeted stairs. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, that's exactly what I thought when I saw it. I was like, man, it, you know, I, you know what I thought of the Brady Bunch house? Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Kinda. Each, each step is like its own thing. Like they're, the steps you aren't even see, in yeah, the steps, yeah, yeah, But not yeah. only that, but the, uh, the little wooden pillars. Yep. Yep. And they kept breaking them too. Oh, in this movie, they broke one times. and then, and you can see there's one scene where there's like three of them broken. Yeah. Off. <laughs> and I even thought about that. I was like, was that direction? Because there's one scene where Michael's coming down the stairs and he flies off to the side and he like runs past the camera like yeah. intentionally. And I was like, was that the direction that Don Corscacelli <laughs> Cascarelli did he say, hey, break that? Break <laughs> or was that. it an accident? Who knows? Either yeah. way, either yeah. way it worked. But uh where did this movie take place? Well, I don't know where it took place, but it was filmed in California. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, because when I saw, I thought that, New Jersey. When I saw that house, I thought it was very Midwest. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you're familiar with that. Yeah, no, it's definitely a house that I 70s. saw when I was a kid. You grew up in that kind yeah. of house. Yeah, um, definitely. I had I knew people who had houses like that. Yeah, yeah. and um, I think Reggie shows up at this point too. And yeah, they, end up, no, they, they, they put the they, bug they, in the garbage disposal. Yeah, and yeah. Reggie shows up. Reggie witnesses this, and too. Reggie sees the bug fly out at him, and they wrestle it back down and put it back. in the garbage yeah. disposal. And Reggie's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, Reggie's kind of like such a minor yet major character, right? Yeah. Like he's only in the movie probably a total of ten minutes. Yeah, he's he's the third character. But he's he definitely plays a pivotal role. He does. Yes. Yeah. So. Michael and Jody, well, Jody, Jody, Jody goes, he, he to, goes back to the funeral home. Yeah. Jody's like, you stay here. Yeah. Like, he's always leaving this fucking kid alone yeah. and shit's always happening to <laughs> Michael. Right. He's like, you stay here. And then he leaves. And then the fucking tall man shows. Up. Right. Yeah. He's, he says it again later on in the movie. You stay here. And the tall man shows up. But uh, he goes to investigate and he goes to the funeral home, uh, breaks in through the same window in the basement. 
and uh, he sees uh, oh a little fucking Jawa yeah. jumps on his back. Yeah, 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 and he shoots and kills the Jawa. Yep. Right? Yeah, Isn't he mind chased? you, mind you, he takes the forty-five, puts it up by his own fucking head. Oh, jeez, and shoots it. I'm like, that dude would be dead. Oh, I thought that too. He's like, oh my god, yeah. you're gonna blow your own brains out. <laughs> um, what now? Well, no, he, he isn't he chased away by the hearse. Yeah, so then there's a Jawa, like in a hearse, I think, that's chasing right. him. Well, no one's driving the hearse, right? Well, at first he thinks no one's in there, but it's because the person's so short. Oh, okay. Oh. He thinks it's like a ghost hearse. Because Michael does end up showing up yeah. in the fucking Trans Am right, yeah, or whatever Mike, the fuck. Yeah, that's right. Mike and Jody are getting chased. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. he gives him the 45, or my, uh, Jody takes the 45, and he leaves Michael with the shotgun mm. at the house, and he tells Michael not to leave. He says, just guard the house. But Michael ends up leaving and getting uh, in the car and goes and picks up Jody as he comes out of the funeral home. Mm. Um, the hearse is chasing after him, and he's like, no one's driving the hearse. And then Michael's like, no one's driving the hearse. And then he's like, slow down so it gets up on your ass. Mm-hmm. And then um, they they shoot at it. No one no one was driving it. Maybe a little guy was, but I didn't. I don't remember that part. But, but yeah. he ends up shooting uh, at the engine. And well, then they go off, and then he drops them off with the girls, right? No, yeah, yeah. Either, either way, it goes off the road. Okay, <laughs> sorry. And yeah, so I thought Rich, he shoots it. I thought he shoots it, but maybe yeah. I can't remember. I just remember uh, Put this Reggie on. and Jody. So, are, they're like, we want to drive a stake through the yeah. tall man's heart. So they they take Mike to like, and they drop him off at an antique shop. Yeah, like, you stay here. <laughs> yeah, what was the deal with that one? Because He's always leaving him alone. Yeah, why did they do that? So it's Jody's friend Sally, Reggie, and Jody. You know, they, they figure out that, you know, we got to beat this guy. And so they ditch Mike at the... Uh, yeah, and Reggie drives his ice cream truck. Yeah. And he ends up getting run off the road, and the ice cream truck flips over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and Mike uh, finds, like, an old picture of the tall man at the antique shop mm-hmm. that's, like, super old. And like, oh, that's the same guy, and he looks the and same. And it moves. Yeah. He's, yeah, like, exactly. straight up out of it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> when they're uh-huh. looking at the picture. And so then he tells the girls, he's like, drive me home. Yep. Yeah. And that's so where they, they find Reggie's truck. So they yeah. get in the VW bug and they're driving home and he's like, pull over. And then... Which isn't a good idea. No. Um, <laughs> so he goes and looks and he sees uh, that Reggie's truck is um, tipped over. So Sunside. he's looking around in there. And then he gets back into the car and those little Jawas show up and um, they proceed to like overtake the car. But michael flies out the back yeah, they window push, they push michael out the back window and then they drive off with the girls yep so who knows what happened well we do we end up finding out what happens to them kind of yeah so mike runs home and he has a swig of beer yeah he <laughs> won- runs home jody's already at home um yeah. jody's been having images or flashes dreams of the tall man as well and uh he has a swig of beer and then uh, jody says like look this is what we're gonna do yeah, I'm going to lock you in your room. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to go take care of it. And he's like, fuck you. I don't want to take care of I don't want you to do that. So he takes him up to his room. And he. it's so weird because the door closes a certain way. Yeah. It closes, like it opens into the room. But right. he puts the screwdriver on the outside. It's yeah. like all the guy has to do is open the it's door. It's like up. the big Lebowski with the uh, the doorstop thing that he makes. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. And, uh, like to stop the nihilists from coming in. He like <laughs> makes this little intricate thing to like stop them, but it, the door opens the other the way. The other way? Yeah. It's like yeah. me when I was a kid, I tried to trap the tooth fairy. And so I tied a string to my wrist and to the doorknob. Yeah. So when the door would open, it would pull on my wrist, but the door opened inwards. <laughs> <laughs> my parents laughed. Brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, so Michael like MacGyver's himself a little device to get out of the room. Out of the, yeah, he's right. a shotgun shell, and he takes a thumb a hammer and a thumbtack, and a yeah. hammer and, and some, some tape. tape. Yeah, he does MacGyver it, and then yeah. he blows yeah. a hole through the but door. The, the tall man's waiting for him. Yep, and he kidnaps Mike in a hearse. Yep, and uh, but Mike escapes. He shoots out the back window. Uh, and he shoots the tire. He out. shoots a tire out, and it causes the hearse to strike a pole and explode. I like when that's cars, a different. Yeah, that's. I a like different when cars scene. explode in movies. It's always yeah. fun. Yeah, the hearse explodes yep. for yeah. some reason. And then um, Jody is like, "This is what we're gonna do." Yeah, Jody's at the cemetery, or he's he's at the mortuary, and he's like, "We're gonna lead him to." Oh, some more balls come flying out at this point. Yeah, I Michael think. gets chased by some balls. Yeah, yeah. Ball. we never really find out what these balls are. Yeah, um, they're not just in this one. Yeah, yeah, but um, something else that happens is it's important in the movie. He he opens his father's casket. Mike does. Yeah, and his, it's empty. Yeah, his dad's not there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is where they discover the room right. with the portal. With the portal, there's some barrels and the barrels, and yeah. inside the barrels are all these little little guys. Yeah. And um, Michael ends up falling through the portal, mm-hmm. and he sees a different planet. Yeah. In which all these little guys are like slaves. Mm-hmm. It was like Mars and Total Recall. Yeah, yeah it, was. it was. Give these people <laughs> Except for air. He could breathe. Mm-hmm. And so, um, give these people air. Jody <laughs> pulls him back up, and Reggie's there now too. Reggie survived. Yeah. And Reggie let the girls go. He says. Yeah, he rescues he, Sally and uh, the other girls. Yep. And uh, and and even the granddaughter, I think, probably yeah. too, because she got got earlier on. Yeah. And uh, there's like these two poles. And yeah. um, Reggie's like, oh, it's like um, like a tuning fork. Tuning fork. So he yeah. puts his hands on him, and it causes the old, the tall man to kind of like freak out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it starts like pulling everything in towards the portal. So this is where he figures out that the uh, tall man is from this planet or whatever it is, this 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 red place. And he's creating slaves yeah. out of dead bodies. Yeah, yeah. and the, the corpses are are basically shrunk down so they can withstand. Uh, the gravity. gravity and temperature. Right. Yep. Yeah. So Jody gets this idea. He's like, we're going to lure him up to this old mine shaft that goes down like a thousand feet. And he's like, we're going to cover it up with some camouflage. And then the tall man will fall into it. It's like very Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he puts Michael <laughs> back at like, home. Uh, did you ever see Swiss Family Robinson? Like when they wanted yeah. to catch a tiger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, now that you mention it, the tall man looks like a, a Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo villain. villain. Yeah. yeah. He really Let's pull off his mask some, like, and see who he really is. 60s he really pop is. music. It's like, yeah. come on, we're going to get mm-hmm. the guy. <laughs> run through the doors. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. And so anyway. so This like, would have been a great Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Except for the boobs. Yeah. Well, yes, you know. Um, so the fucking uh, he leaves Michael alone again, and then again the tall man comes after Michael, and Jody's off gallivanting at this fucking mine shaft, and Michael's like, "Fuck this!" and he goes running. This kid, Michael, he should be on the fucking cross yeah, country track team. teamers. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he runs so much in this movie. And then like the tall man tells him like through ESP, he's like, "You play a game, a good game, boy." Yeah, and mm. it just made me want to play a Game Boy. <laughs> Like when he said it, I was like, oh, Game Boy sounds pretty yeah. good right now, actually. That's Tetris. Yes. Anyway, so he uh, Michael goes running. He jumps the camouflage mine shaft. I, yeah. Like he knew that it was there. And the tall man falls into it. Yeah. And then a bunch of rocks get pushed down off the mountain. And yeah, Jody rolls a bunch of boulders. Fucking yeah. boulders the size of a goddamn <laughs> car. Yeah, Jody's got Hulk-like strength. Yep. And uh, they land on top of the mine shaft. And they cover up seemingly the Seemingly trapping yeah. the tall man. Yep. 
and uh, everything's good in the world. Or is it? Or is it? Yeah, this part really confused me because Mike wakes up and Jody's there. And No, like, Jody's not there. Mike wakes I'm, up I'm sorry, and Reggie's I'm sorry, there. Reggie's there. Yeah, yeah, Reggie's still alive. And they're sitting and they're by, by the fire. fire. And I'm like, wait, yeah. I thought Reggie was dead. Reggie nope. was dead. He was attacked by the, the lady. Yeah, she stabbed him in the yep. solar plexus. Yeah, but he, I, apparently he's still alive. And he tells Mike uh, what he experienced was a nightmare. It was just a dream. Yeah, yeah. And that Jody's dead. And, and Jody died in 1978, yeah, the year Jody. before. In a car yeah. wreck. In a car wreck. And it was all just a dream. Yeah. And and Mike, uh, he appears to remember it and and believe it. Yep. And so Mike goes back upstairs and he's like, I guess it was a dream. And Reggie's like, well, let's go yeah. for a road trip. Yeah. And so Mike goes to get his stuff while Reggie plays his guitar. And uh, by the way, not a good idea to have a guy playing the guitar while you have a, a, a score going on in the background because <laughs> it really fucked with my, I was oh, like, yeah, what yeah. the hell am I listening to? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so then he goes upstairs and the tall man appears. Yeah. And then he gets grabbed through a mirror. Yeah. So so Mike goes to his yeah, he goes to his bedroom to pack and he's shocked to see that the tall man's there waiting for him. And the hands crash through the glass of his bedroom mirror and, and he pulls Mike into this dark void and that's where it ends. And that's the end of the movie. All right. So let's talk about this movie. Um, what did you guys think about this? Alan, let's go to you first. Yeah, this was my first time viewing it. I, I had already seen two, and that's rare for me to see a sequel, but I, I just happened to see two first. Yeah. Um, but uh, I watched one, and I was like, wow, this is this is decent. Like, it's not bad. Um, you know, I thought, I thought the intro was great. The title track was great. Um, the... Uh, yeah, you're right. There was some cool music. There was some great music. Uh, what I got from this movie that came to to my mind first and foremost was that it was it was kind of a '70s gothic kind of tale, but with a little bit of an '80s touch. I mean, it's '78, '79, mm-hmm. but um, I thought it was uh, it was a cool hybrid of uh, you know the change in styles of horror movies. Yeah. You know, the, there were, you know, the, the scene with the, with the steel ball, it hits the guy's head and it spews out blood. Um, I thought that was really cool. There wasn't a whole lot of gore other than that, that I remember. No. Um, and, and, and realistically there, it's not a slasher. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's definitely more of sci-fi. It, no, it, it's, it's a fantasy horror. But I it, think it's a, but fantasy. it reminds me a lot of like these Italian um, directors, a and that's bit. where I, I think that this yeah he yeah. did get some influence from like sure. Dario Gento, yep. yeah. and he even says uh, or I even read that uh, inspiration for the soundtrack came from Goblin, right? And, from and Suspiria, that's, and and I think it's cool that you mentioned that because that's where the surrealism comes in. This this movie does have surrealism, uh, cool visuals, uh, kills. There weren't a whole lot. Um, I thought Mike the kid was a great actor. I thought Jody was kind of dumb, but um, <laughs> overall. I wish that it wasn't so jumpy. Um, I don't think the story had a good flow to it. It wasn't the worst, but um, you know, there was just a lot of unanswered questions and, you know, I can understand if, you know, if you watch it, you kind of, you know, leave it up to your imagination, but watching this movie, I kind of wanted a little more background on, uh, you know, who this guy was and, uh, you know, just a little more, a little more other than he's like capturing people for aliens. Yeah. 
Yeah, the only thing is I, I wish there had been a little more clarity uh, story-wise. Um, you know, I had, you know, a few a few questions where I was just like, okay, who's this guy? And, you know, but other than that, um, I give it a solid three. Three? I give it a three. Okay. You know, because the bottom line is I, I loved the vibe. I loved the atmosphere. It had a gothic element to it. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was something different. Uh, as far as late 70s American horror cinema goes, I thought it was something that was a little different than what we had that, yeah. you know, during that time. Yep. And, and like you said, it's not a slasher. No. And I like that it's not a slasher. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it points for originality. And um, yes. to your point, I thought the music was cool. Um, I didn't... <laughs> I didn't find any of the characters particularly particularly interesting. I thought the yeah, I agree with that too. The story was repetitive. Um, you know, the, I wanted more out of the, the story. The tall man wasn't really given a whole lot to do. I thought the best part of the movie was like the silver balls, and there, there's only like one or two scenes of that in the movie. I thought if they really wanted to make the movie fun and exciting, they could have yeah. been had a lot more of that in it. Right. Um, so overall, I mean, this was my first time seeing it as well, and I, I to be honest, I wasn't impressed. Mm. I gave it two. Two. Yeah, and and I'm gonna echo some of the stuff that both of you said. I really do like the originality. To your point, yeah. Alan, I thought it was cool, but yeah. I think where it falls short for me is, and I'm okay with them not explaining everything. I don't have to know where the tall man came from. I don't even have to know that he's making these little guys to go to a planet. Where where I was confused also is the ball, and it's like, what? Yeah. Who controls what is it? this? What exactly? It no, yeah. yeah, that's the, no. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to know more about that. I would like to see where maybe the tall man from. like pull it out of his pocket yeah. and throw it. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, right. There right. was there was a lot of or unexplained, see him summon it or yeah. something. Yeah, a and, lot of unexplained stuff, and that'll come to play here in Phantasm too yeah. as well. But um, I I did also like uh, Mike uh, Michael Baldwin. Yeah, he was. I good. thought he was good. Um, and uh, I like the character of Reggie. I thought he was just fine too. Jody was a little uh, wannabe young Harrison Ford, like kind <laughs> yeah. of like cool guy. Yeah, I thought Jody was just kind of dull. Yeah, and there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff that happened that they just dropped, like the girls bringing the girls in and then just saying, "Yeah, I rescued yeah. them," and they ran away. <laughs> oh yeah, they're it's like they're fine. And and <laughs> Reggie was just okay. You know, a lot of yeah. the characters didn't have an impact. You know, <laughs> no. you're right though. Like that scene was like, oh, I guess they uh, yeah, I guess they tied sh- that loose end. Yeah. 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 They, they were okay. They tried to tie up some loose ends. Yeah. Um, they even have, like, there's a moment, and I did appreciate this, where Michael says to Jody, he's like, don't forget the broken window in the basement. Right. And, like, so they're tying up the fact that, like, oh, he gonna, and then how does he get out the door? Like, they show him, like, manufacture this hammer to shoot a shotgun shell. I don't know if that would work. Maybe it would. But they at least did it. Yeah. And um, I, I was torn on what to give this. I'm I'm leaning towards a two. I was gonna give it one and a half to mm-hmm. two. I'm leaning towards a two only because I think it did have a little bit of an impact, um, more so on on uh, American horror cinema um, than than it had an impact on me. Yeah. I really thought the movie was boring. Mm. It was but, just boring. Uh, yeah, and you know, and I didn't mention that in my review, but I agree. This movie is only like an hour and a half long, and it felt a lot longer. It mm. felt like it took forever. So yeah. I'm gonna I'll go two. Mm-hmm. So two, two, and three. Yeah. So. Mine is a very generous three, but yeah. like I said, I I love that it was different from what we had in the seventies. Yeah, and uh, something else I thought was really cool. 
and we and we we talked about this the the title track the theme mm-hmm. uh there's a, a swedish death metal band uh, called entombed and they have a, a classic death metal album called left hand path and they cover that oh okay theme. so i thought that was cool. i thought the music was really good and yeah. I, I could see the I love, inspiration with the synthesizers yeah. and everything yeah and and, I, and you know i thought the story was a little lacking but i loved the vibe and the atmosphere so it's yeah. a very generous three so that's a 2.333 yeah. across the board for us yeah which i think is probably maybe a tad higher than than it should be but but I can see that. Man. And there's probably fans of it. Obviously, there's fans of it. Mm-hmm. They're doing this reunion here at um, Subtle Monster Palooza. Um, was this movie enough for me to go, oh, God, I can't wait to meet gonna, any of the cast? I'm going to go out and buy an original one sheet and get them all to sign it. Nope. nope. <laughs> yeah, I just saved I just saved hundreds of dollars. So yes, there we go. exactly. So, um, but that leads us to 10 years later. Um he made a sequel. Don. That's one of the. That's a that's a big gap for a sequel. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. yeah, that's a long time. And I think he was um, asked to write a sequel, and he never had an idea. And mm-hmm. then finally, inspiration hit him. And the inspiration was that he would just pick up where the last movie left off. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. wow, why didn't I think Eureka. of that? <laughs> One day he was taking a crap, and he's like, "Hey, he hit his I got head. an idea." Yeah, yeah, he's he taking a clock. <laughs> So I'm curious what you guys think about this one, and we'll, we'll talk about it right yeah, now. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about this one. And and this one we can kind of go through a little bit quicker because there's really not a lot to this. Yeah, so it's basically seven years later. Well, first, before we go into that, yeah. it starts out immediately we get a flashback. After. Yeah, 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 it starts mm-hmm. where the first one left off. Mm-hmm. And um, Michael goes up to his room, gets pulled through the mirror. Meanwhile, uh, Reggie's downstairs. He gets attacked by a bunch of... Uh, Jawas. Jawas. Mm-hmm. And he lets the gas go um, in the stove. And then he goes up and he, he blows rescues, up the house. Yeah, he rescues re- Michael and rescu- they run away from the house. He rescues Michael's female stunt double yeah. and tosses her out the window <laughs> or grabs her like a rag they doll. Just, they just jump right through the window. Yep. Yeah. And they go and then the house blows up. And then Michael wake, wakes up and he's in a mental hospital. However, it's not the same actor. It's James LaGrosse. Yeah. Yeah. Who is a very well-known independent actor. Uh, he was in a lot of indie films in the 90s, but um, uh, he is not the same guy who played Michael. And I guess there was a little bit of fan. I guess there was, but to their credit, I thought the guy looked kind of like him. Eh, uh, I didn't really, I'll be honest, <laughs> I didn't really have a problem with this guy. No, James LaGrosse is a fine actor. And I know they brought the other kid back for the sequels. And uh, Michael yes. Baldwin came back. Yeah, Michael Baldwin did and come I, back. And and this this film had a much bigger budget. So $3 million. Think, yeah, so Universal, they, they put some rules down. And uh, they said they wanted a known actor, a working actor. Well, they they told him you could only pick one of the two. So he brought back Reggie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they wanted a working actor, somebody that they could like put into it. And and at this point, LaGrosse, I don't know what he had been in, but he would go on to be in like um, Drugstore Cowboy, I think he was in. And uh, some other um, independent films in in uh, in the '90s, where he'd be nominated for like Independent Spirit Awards. Um, but yeah, he was in Drugstore Cowboy. See, I was right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, he fakes his way out. Okay, the other thing too is like there's this gal who's got this psychic connection with Michael, and she's like telling the story. And then all of a sudden, she's not telling the story. Now we're listening to Michael tell the story. And Michael's saying how he's faking his way into sanity. Right. And he gets released from the mental hospital. And he goes and meets up with Reggie. And Reggie's like, look, all that stuff about the house blowing up, 
about the tall man and everything. That's all a dream. Yeah. He's like, I'm glad you're coming home. It's like Thanksgiving time or whatever it is. And my aunt has cooked a turkey and all this other kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And then Michael has a vision of the house like going to blow up. And he's like, Reggie, your house is going to blow up. We got to get those people out of there. We got to get those people out of there. And the house blows up. Yep. Right when they show up. Did. And yeah, everybody's what's up, with, dead. what's up with Reggie and these houses blowing up? Man? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Suspicious. now, now we're at the graveyard, and Reggie's burying everybody. By the way, they don't put tombstones on people's like grave sites like right away. Like every time in a movie, that always pisses me off. They don't put a tombstone. Oh, right yeah, away. They right. wait like they, yeah till the ground right. settles because they have to dig it all up and then they put it down and then they put the tombstone on. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anytime like someone just gets buried and there's already a gravestone, I'm like, bullshit. What do you want on your tombstone? Pepperoni, Pepperoni and cheese. <laughs> Says Don Cascarelli. Oh, <laughs> I want the pepperoni. <laughs> um, so now Reggie's like, you know what? I fucking believe you. Like, it doesn't take much for Michael to convince people. Yeah. Yeah. But then it does because for seven years he was in a mental hospital, but yeah. he shows people a finger. They're like, ah, I believe yep, you. I believe you. House blows up. They're like, oh, how'd you know about it? Well, I believe you. <laughs> so him and Reggie, they go to a hardware store and they proceed to fucking A-team it and like manufacture all these weapons. Yeah, they make some pretty cool. Like uh, Reggie makes like a four barrel shotgun. Yep. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And, they, and they pay the, for everything. Dun, 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 like they they, they yeah. steal all the, the these items and then, yeah, they leave cash. Yeah, they leave a couple hundred dollars. The knowledge the that store. these guys have to just assemble... Yeah, Mike makes a flamethrower. Modify like, oh. these items is just like, okay, well, I yep. guess I'm supposed to accept this. Yep. So And so then they go <laughs> hunting around the country for the tall man. Yeah. yeah. And now we get Reggie talking. It's Reggie's voiceover. And he's like, so it's like, who's telling this fucking story? <laughs> it's like the girl's telling the story. Yeah. Then it's Michael telling the story. Yeah. And now it's yeah, yeah, Reggie yeah. narrating yeah. the story. So they're going across country. And this is what I'm saying. They're, looking, they're going to Oregon. Yeah, and so then they go up to Oregon, and they find this town, and they're like, it's easy to find him. Because they're on the hunt for this tall man. And all these towns are abandoned. Yeah, and they're run down, mm-hmm. and it's like they've been like, it's like they go, some the tall man, wherever he goes, yeah. the town gets And the graveyards are pillaged. Yeah, 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 and there's, and no I bo- guess there's no bodies in the graves. And I guess there's no police force or any kind <laughs> of you know city council or anything like that. <laughs> no. That, so no one like, knows that there's this mass grave robber going from town so to town. It's like, okay, I guess I'll accept this too. Yep. So they go up to, <clears throat> to this town and at, at some point, um, there's a funeral. Yeah. So there's this gal. It's, who, it's the same girl, same girl who Michael has this like psychic connection with, and she doesn't want her grandfather to die because if he dies, she knows the tall man's going to take him. Yep. And grandpa dies. Grandpa dies. There's this fucking priest who kind of looks like the tall man. Yeah. Um, but there's this priest who's like a reformed alcoholic and I don't know, he has visions also, but the tall man takes the body of the grandfather. It's all really weird. Like there's some, there's some, a lot of shit going on here, but again, there's the mausoleum, which I think is a cool visual by the way, like yeah. people walking yeah, through agree. that mausoleum. Yeah. Um, and the tall man takes the body and... It this this scene the grandma gets kidnapped by the tall man. Yeah, so, so so the girl wanders off into the mausoleum and she encounters a tall man. She gets scared, runs away. Meanwhile, the priest uh at the funeral, uh everyone leaves. The 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 widow is mourning and she leaves. And the priest 
The priest is like going to cut he's, up the body. He's freaking or out. He's, he's, you know, he has a flask and he's drinking and, you know, he's freaking out about something. So he, he approaches the body and he takes out a knife and he stabs he it. Stabs it. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. he wants to like really kill it. He and, doesn't want it to come back to life. Yeah. yeah exactly. He basically doesn't want it to come back to life. And there's some creepy undertakers also. Yeah. yeah. You know, like the, these twins. Yeah. And uh, the, the widow sees this and she faints uh, later on. The tall uh, man kidnaps the grandma yeah. and leaves or leaves like a pin or like a, right, like, a, pin. a right. like a hat pin. Yeah. And uh, the girl finds it and she like hears the tall man say, like, if you want to see your grandma again, yeah, show up. She hears a voice. Yeah, if you want her, come tonight. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, Michael has this vision of this uh, this fucking hitchhiking chick, and they find her this chick, yeah. and then they find her hitchhiking. Al- Reggie Alchemy. Yeah, alchemy. And Reggie picks her up because he wants to get some. Yeah, he's like, you're hot. <laughs> yeah, you and know. he even says to Michael, he's like, you know, I've been on the road a long time. And gets it's awfully lonely. lonely. And he looks over at Michael. Michael's like, don't look my way, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. this chick now. Yeah. So my, they, bro- <laughs> my brother's the one that banged yeah. the dude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Well, he was part of, Reggie was part of the trio, right? Yeah. So, like, Tommy banged the dude. Uh, Jody banged yeah, the dude. Now it, Reggie's got to bang a yeah. dude. If you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> Um, so they pick her up and they're going to drive to this fucking town in Oregon. They finally get there and it's the same town that this chick's at. And while they're at the graveyard, um, Michael runs, they run into this girl. She's getting chased by some of these fucking dwarves or whatever. And Michael runs into her. They start making out right away. Well, they take the girl back to this house that they've like sanctioned for their own place yeah right? once this again abandoned house. once again it's another abandoned town <laughs> yeah and like, this beautiful abandoned house by the way yeah and so they're they're in this um they're in this house and they're all gonna go fuck everybody's like reggie and the chick are gonna go off this way and michael and the chick are gonna go off this way and then the tall man appears yeah yeah and he kidnaps is her name christy i don't know what her name is something like that they kidnap her the tall man does so. Oh, Liz, the blonde. Yeah, the blonde. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Liz. 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 Yeah. They kidnap or tall man kidnaps her, and so Michael and Reggie are like, "We're gonna, we're gonna go hunt him down." Alchemy, take Liz's car, and you head south. Yeah. She's like, "All right, cool." So, um, they go and they hunt him down. Uh, they go to the funeral home or the funeral parlor, and. Um, we get another one of these silver ball, or the silver balls. There's like yeah. three of them, or there's at least two of them yeah. that do different things. Yeah. Um, doesn't the doesn't the priest get his the priest ear dies off? right right, oh, priest right, dies. right before couples night at the cabin? That was a uh, cool yeah. kill. The priest too. gets it, and I actually like looked. at I paused the movie. Fifty five minutes in, we get our first ball kill. Yeah, yeah. and that's where the, it chops off his ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Greg Nicotero did the effects on this. Yeah. Um, as well as um one of the other guys from Camby. And um, they um, didn't didn't they also do the effect of the ear getting chopped off in Reservoir Dogs? One of those oh, guys that oh, would make sense. Nicotero did I think so? Because I was like, oh yeah, they've already done. A, <laughs> well, they did it in this one, and yeah. then they were like, we've perfected we, we've it. Perfected ear slicing. <laughs> um, but yeah, stuck in the middle with you. Yeah, that's what the priest hears while he's <laughs> dancing around with a ball attached to his face. Now, <clears throat> where I forget what you know when this scene happened but what about when they encounter that girl and she has the growth on her back oh that was like a dream yeah that oh, yeah. um it was still cool that michael had it was because he rad. told reggie about it and reggie's like yeah he, he the, in the voiceover he's like if if i tell him that there was no girl they're gonna 
he's going to need to go back to the mental hospital or something. Yeah. So yeah. Michael's seeing these visions and yeah. Reggie's just like going along with it at this point. Right. Um, but yes, that's, that's Liz. Yeah. And she has the growth of the tall man coming out. And that effect was good too. Spoiler alert. I really like some of the, I really like the special effects in this movie. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Um, but uh, anyway, so they go to rescue Liz. There's some fucking hydrochloric acid that um, Reggie dumps into a vat of um, formaldehyde or what embalming, embalming fluid. fluid. Meanwhile, Reggie's doing something. He's getting attacked. The girl and Michael, Liz and Michael are getting attacked by one of the twin yeah. brothers. Yeah, oh, they, she throws one into the, the fire. Yeah. There's these henchmen that look kind of like the henchmen in Halloween three. Oh yeah. 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 They throw one of, she throws one of them into the incinerator and he burns. Yeah, and oh, by the way, did he, you see he this? Was, yeah. He was supposed to be cremating a guy named Sam Raimi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she throws him into the incinerator. He burns. Then the other one's after them and the ball is after them. Yeah, so they're trying to evade it. The ball's got like lasers on it and it can like melt through doors. It kills a rat. It kills a rat (laughs) because it's looking for them with this like sensor (laughs) laser. Oh, that sound effects they use, it had to have been from Star Wars. (laughs) Yeah. Lightsaber. Yep. That's, um, that's what it sounds like. But it bursts oh, yeah, through doors right. and then it can drill through doors and it just goes after what's moving. And this is where I was confused yeah. is because like these henchmen, they've seen these balls before. And like, do they just have to like hide from the balls every time they come around? Yeah, that yeah. Ball the balls don't know the difference. No. Because yeah, the yeah. ball like gets them in the hand, right? That's and what like, I thought. It was like, okay, the villains are killing the villains. Yeah, exactly. So. And so that part was cool. So his hand gets like nailed to the wall, right? By a ball. And, there's, there's, ball an, with the and there's another one coming and he's like, oh shit. And he like hacks off his own hand. Yeah. But it, it doesn't yep. matter. He still gets it. And he doesn't bleed yeah, to later. death. <laughs> he's just like, whatever. And then the ball finally does get it and climbs up his butt. <laughs> it yeah, actually it, goes in his stomach it, it fucks him up pretty bad <clears throat> and it goes up through his head and that looks kind of yeah. cool because it's like stuck in his neck yeah and the tall man shows up he surprises them yep uh and they try to fight him off they end up uh i can't remember how it it's happens. a bunch of stuff that's kind of all happening at the same time like yeah. reggie gets in a chainsaw fight oh that's like, oh and it's straight up out of man straight up mandy goon <laughs> yeah because yeah. he's got a chainsaw and then the other guy pulls out a longer a chainsaw. huge yeah yeah he gets in a chainsaw fight he beats that guy then like four jawas come he shoots them with the four barrel yeah. shotgun meanwhile the tall man gets liz and he straps her down, and he's going to inject her with uh, embalming fluid. But I think Reggie shows up. <clears throat> Reggie and Michael show up right at the last They inject minute. him with embalming fluid. But it's not embalming fluid. It's hydrochloric acid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It melts the tall man away, which is a really cool yeah. effect. Yep. Set the place on yeah. fire. They escape, and uh, Alchemy is there. With the hearse. With the hearse. And they get in. Um, get Alch- in, assholes. <laughs> Alchemy and Reggie are in the front seat. Uh, Michael and Liz are in the back with the casket. Michael checks the casket. There's nothing in there. They're all hooping and hollering. Alchemy puts up the divider and everybody's going to get it on mm-hmm. until uh, Reggie did fuck a girl, a guy because she ends up being the tall man. Yeah. Uh-huh, Reggie. Tall man's just kinky like that. And Welcome Reggie gets got yeah. and then the car like drives away and the partition comes down and it's the tall man, and he's talking shit to yeah. Michael and Liz. End credits. Yeah, they're like, it's just a dream. It's just a yeah. dream. <clears throat> he's like, no, it's not. Yep. Yeah. All right. I know we blasted through that one. One of the reasons why I wanted to blast through that one, <laughs> not to mention that we spent a lot of time on Phantasm 1, was because this movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was so fucking boring. I want to know why, though. 
it was the plot was all over the fucking place. the The story really wasn't concise. Um, I believe Roger Ebert, in his original review of it, said a very similar thing. And I don't always agree with Roger Ebert. In fact, most of the time I disagree with him, especially his earlier reviews. But this one, I definitely agree with. The shining moment on this mm-hmm. was the special effects. Sure, that's the best part. Again, we get no explanation about the balls. Uh, even even the tall man grabs one of the balls and crushes it in his hand. Yeah, like a Coke can. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't even give a fuck about these balls. It's like, well, aren't they yours? <laughs> aren't they your fucking balls? Like, <laughs> they they, they should have had them be like his testicles. And they <laughs> yes. just fucking spurt out through his nutsack. But <laughs> instead, we get bullshit throughout the entire movie. And like David said, 55 minutes in, and we yeah, get our yeah. first fucking kill. Mm-hmm. Besides the deaths that occurred in Dreams and um, it, with an old man fucking dying, the first kill is of the priest. And I mean, that's an hour in. And the movie's probably not even that long. How, many, how long? It's about an hour and a half. And I, I didn't think. even think. I thought this movie was two and a half hours long. I didn't even think the kill on the priest was that satisfying, really. Hour and 37 minutes. The except- most satisfying kill was the tall man. Well, and the one henchman who got the ball oh, up, yeah, his, yeah. up his the ball. gut. <laughs> yeah. Up his butt. That's where it should have gone. It should have. <laughs> so was there anything that you did like the kills you did like the kills I love the special effects the special I think effects. the special effects were good you yeah. got you got fucking Klaatu coming yeah. out of the girl's back yeah. um, you got fucking uh, the um, the tall man when he gets the hydrochloric acid injected into right, him right the music was the same music from the first one or at least a, no, it, a it version of it it wasn't it, particularly memorable no, though it wasn't, no. it, it wasn't the same but it, and it we'll was very that. similar I just think that, oh, and the fact that James LaGrosse played Michael, I, why didn't they bring back the original guy? I would have liked to see yeah, that. Yeah, the studio. Yeah. I know. I, we yeah. talked about that, but I just would have liked to see that yeah. instead because it, I mean, David, I don't know what he's smoking because that guy looks nothing like the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> David, what do you got? What do you got? Oh, by the way, I give oh. it one. 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 Yeah. And that's just for the special. So effect. you like demons better. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Because <laughs> you gave demons. One I definitely one. like. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> I definitely didn't like this movie. Dave, what you got? Don't change uh, your rating. I'm not. Uh, so <laughs> I looking in your phone. I watched. Uh, no, I'm getting my calculator ready. Oh, there you go. Um, so well, what, one. The po- average of one. So we got plus. divided by. All right. So I've, we got a I've, one. I've entered my rating. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. I watched, and I think Brett, if I'm not mistaken, I think you texted me and said you did the same thing. Um, I watched these two movies back to back. Yep. So sure. I, I marathoned one and two. Sure. And I'll be honest, I actually liked this one better than the first one. Okay. Because I, I the first one I was pretty bored most of the time. This one, I didn't like the movie. I will not by any means call this a good movie, but I wasn't bored. Mm. Um, there were a lot of things happening, like the special effects, to Brett's point, were stepped way up. There was more action. I like the road trip element. Yeah. There's more characters. Um, I like the, were you confused the, the weapons it? a little bit, but and I, but I like the weapons they constructed, and they yeah. did some cool things with like the flamethrower, and there's a part where he kills four things at once, like with the four-barrel gun. It's almost like Evil Dead-like. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, I, and I'm glad you brought that up, because we saw the Sam Raimi a tag for the person who was going to get cremated, and then there's a couple of shots where you get a POV of the balls as they're coming at somebody, mm-hmm. which was like a very Sam Raimi-type technique. Evil Dead, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, it's, it's still not a good movie. Um, I gave it two and a half. I liked it slightly better than the first one. Yeah, okay. see, I'm... And two I'm, and a half, I think, would be... A, okay. Okay, an okay movie. Two, he- two and a half, from my point of view, is you should see it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave, you mentioned something about... Uh, 
it had more action. This was definitely a little bit more of an action movie to me. It didn't have the vibe of the first one. Uh, and I had seen this movie before. And, uh, you know, I, was, I wasn't too crazy about having to see the first one because I, didn't, I wasn't crazy about this movie the first time. So I saw the first one. I was like, okay, I like the first one. As, as you guys know, I gave it a three. So then I watched two thinking, okay, maybe I'll like it a little better than the first time I saw it. I didn't. So too many questions, like, it, you know, too jumpy is, okay, what am I watching? It's a flashback. Is this a dream? Is this, and then it's like, oh, okay. is this a premonition? Is this, yeah, you know, it's just like, okay, you know, what's going on? You know, there, there, was, there wasn't a very good flow to it. Um, some great moments. Uh, I thought the scene where the girl is on the, uh, the, the table, the operating table, and then she disappears. Yeah. And I, th- I thought that scene was kind of creepy. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was cool. I like scenes like that. Um, and then Liz has the growth on her back, and it all turns out to be a dream. But I thought that was really cool effect, too. Um, this was definitely more visual than the first one. But I thought they relied way too much on visuals. The story jumped around. Um, and, and those visuals, they were cool, but they didn't have any meaning to me. Um, and just a lot of questions and why are villains killing villains? Um, you know, Mike, he notices the hitchhiker. He notices alchemy and you can see that he's, he recognizes her as the, as the dead girl, but he doesn't say anything. No, these characters are dumb. Oh, He's like Reggie's very lonely, and These, very very horny, and and as as the movie goes along, and I'm tired of giving him hand <laughs> Yeah, so, <laughs> Roadhead. No, maybe he's like I already know that. So dude. so as the movie goes along, these characters get dumber. Yeah, and and it's like one deserted town after the next, and it's just like okay, where are all the people? Like yeah. there's just I just thought it was missing logic, and the girl Liz. You know, she she realizes that one of those little characters is her grandmother. Yeah, yeah. But she has no reaction. Well, and she, she does she, say grandma. Well, she end, oh, yeah. yeah, she does. But she ends up killing her with a with a vase. Doesn't she say sorry, she, grandma? Sorry, yeah, grandma. Yeah, and and I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> she you know, with a vase. So. The acting was shit. The yeah. chainsaw scene I thought was cartoony. The you know when they kill off the tall man at the end, or so we think. Like I thought that scene was cool, but. I give it a one and a half. Oh, it's the same thing that I thought when I first saw it. Yeah, and the first one I like so much better. Yeah, I agree. But this one, for and, once, yeah, <laughs> for once hey! we're on the same page, Alan. But you know, the, the thing is, though, mm-hmm. it did have some cool moments, but it wasn't enough for me. And, and the cool moments here's here's the other thing that I'll say in defensive in defensive me and Alan's kind of point of view is the cool moments with the effects are are just cool because of the effects but they had no meaning and there was no meaning they didn't mean anything and if you're going to do a sequel and there was unexplained stuff in the first one maybe you use the sequel to kind of fucking explain some shit yeah and and that's a good point why don't we explain what these balls are yeah why don't we explain maybe more of what the tall man is or his history or something and and here's the thing I, i would imagine or at least i would hope that maybe the sequels would explain in things three, a four, more. and five. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but I think it's a little too late. Yeah, I'm tapped out. It's I'm, a little I'm too good. late. I'm good. I, now I have 
I have the other three on DVD, so I yeah. might watch you them. You might watch them. Yeah, sure. If I'm, I, I may watch them yeah. too. I might watch three just because I, I do remember kind of seeing it. But here's the thing. And I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but as I was watching this movie, did you guys notice the way it was filmed? It reminded me of It. It reminded me of Puppet Master. It had with a, that background music. It had a very late eighties, early nineties look. That and it had like, a very uh, I don't cheap. know. Yeah, well, it had a very bleak tone to it, but it was a very boring tone too. Yeah. And the acting just wasn't that great. And it was it, almost like a made-for-TV movie. It, exactly. No, no. The late eighties exactly. and That's early nineties. That was a rough period for horror. That's the way I thought. Like, yeah. You think of like Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Like had kind of that same yeah. kind of look. It, where yeah, to it Red's point, this could have been a TV movie. It didn't feel like I was watching an action horror flick. It didn't feel like that at all, and it just felt very. It plotted along very dull. So the coolest thing about these movies are the balls, and they're the least known thing and maybe that's why i think it's the coolest because i don't know enough i about like it. big balls the, uh, i um, thought this one was lacking the vibe and the atmosphere that i enjoyed in the first definitely one. and maybe if we would have got the same actor to reprise his role as michael that would have changed a little bit of it or maybe if the guy wouldn't have waited 10 fucking years to write a simple he was like oh i had inspiration yeah inspiration for what man i could have written this thing like on a weekend yeah <laughs> like it, it didn't take much yeah and yeah there's not a whole lot I mean, there's not a whole yeah. lot to the story and there's definitely not a whole lot to the fucking dialogue it, it's not clever yeah. or creative yeah and and the moments that were funny like the oh sorry grandma or when yeah. he blows the jawas away uh with the four bell shotgun what about the sex the- scene where she's riding him like a bull <laughs> Woo! yeah 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 it's, but the moments just a lot were, of bizarre stuff well and it's like when we if we compare this to evil dead 2 where evil dead 2 is funny and it is funny even yeah. though it's yeah, yeah. serious, this stuff wasn't even funny. Yeah, It was like, well, if you're going to have humor, like make us make, know make, that that's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Here's what they did. They took the vibe and the surrealism away from the first one and they replaced it with weapons and guns and that sort of, that sort of thing, but it didn't work. You know what they did? They went aliens. They went American. Whereas the first movie was more like European, more, more, more European, Italian, more European, and that's why probably you don't like it is because they they really did take away from that atmosphere. And yeah. I'm not necessarily the hugest of European horror cinema, but I liked the first one. Yeah. To your point, right? The atmosphere right. of the first one way more than I liked or, the second one. And the tall man, let's use this guy. Yeah. He has such a good face. Yeah, yeah, he's barely in it. And we still don't know his story. No. Yeah. This kinda, is already the second movie we still don't know. But it's kind of the same vibe with like Alien versus Aliens. Like Alien is very atmospheric mm-hmm. and lots of suspense and dread. Two is more and action. Just a great and, then, story and then the second one action. is, yeah, more of action. Just but, all but, but they, but they both, did it right. They did it right. Good movies with they good did it right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did it right. So this is a 1.67. Oof. That's that's creeping up there on the lowest that's, rated that's, one yeah. of all time. And you know, something, <laughs> something else is... Recently, probably the last year or so, I've been really digging 70s horror a mm-hmm. lot more than 80s horror. Yeah. And and this is one of those examples. Phantasm 1 yeah. and 2, I will take 1 over 2. I agree. 1 over 2. Sorry, guys. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> very, very few movies I like the sequel uh, better than the original. I this agree. Movie That's is, why I was uh, kind no of surprised. I was like, oh. yeah, Yeah. Um, now, I watched these back-to-back, so I was about three or four drinks deep, <laughs> yeah. I think, by the time I got to part two. So. Watch them sober. So there's that. Um, but uh, you know you know, one thing that would make Phantasm 1 better, um, besides a better story, is, uh, this, well, the story is there, maybe just brushing up on the writing, but better effects might 
might. I thought the effects were okay. Yeah. They were for 1979, but I'm they saying they needed help in the story. I'm well, and and to like kind of clip it along a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, in in that first movie, there's there's a little there's a while to go after Tommy gets killed and before the next person gets killed. But but they could remake this movie and it could probably be a really good movie. A yeah. Michael Baldwin was the best actor of both movies, and yeah. he was barely. He was only in the first one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That exactly. Uh, so anyway, if you have a thought on Phantasm, if it's your favorite movie franchise of all time, please let us know yeah. and, and defend yourself <laughs> right. um, because we would love to hear it. And maybe you can convince us to watch three, four and five. Seriously. I really want to know somebody out there. If you're <laughs> no, no, seriously, if yeah. you're, if you're a big fan of this franchise, I want to know, like, I want to hear your points. I want to hear you defend this movie. And with the exception of Angus Scrim, who's passed away, um, most of the cast of, uh, well, the first one is going to be there. Uh, definitely. Uh, and some of the sequels. And characters. Yeah, a lot the of the sequels. sequels. Yeah, like um, the ones from like the last one, like Ravagers, got a lot of Like people. everybody, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, the, the lady in, in, uh, in purple. Uh, yeah, she's going to be there. Yeah, she's going to be there. Like I said, yep. like everybody from the f- first movie, except for the tall man, because yeah. he's dead. Yeah. Son of Monster Palooza, Pasadena, Son of Monster California. Palooza in uh, Burbank, California. Oh, yeah, Burbank. Actually, don't yeah, go yeah. to Pasadena. Go to Burbank. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> <laughs> they are neighboring towns, but go to Burbank. Uh, we will be there. Um, but you can send us a message uh, through a ton of ways, David. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, we are the Swearwolves. We're also the Swearwolves on Facebook as well as YouTube. Uh, we have an Instagram page. We are the Swearwolves Podcast. Uh, you can drop us a line at our website, which is theswearwolves.com, or you can email us at uh, swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. And also, it's been a while since we've asked. Uh, if you're a regular listener of the show, please leave us a review. Um, those really help us get more awareness and kind of get our name out there. Uh, it's actually been a while. Like we got a stream of reviews kind of all together. It's we got a little bit of a dry spell going. So <laughs> let, let us know. Give us some feedback. And if it's bad, don't bother. Yeah, if it's bad, go it, yeah. <laughs> send us an email and we'll just put we'll, it in the junk folder. Yeah. Um so for the swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. We've got big balls. You've got big balls, but the tall man's got the biggest, biggest balls, balls of, of them all. <laughs> My mic just fell right when I was getting ready to say that. <laughs>